Uh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Union Underground Podcast. <clears throat> oh, clear my throat out there a little bit, man. All right, after a couple of weeks uh, off from the July 4th holiday, we are back in full swing and we are ready to do this thing. And I didn't even mean to rhyme that time. Sounded kind of cool. All right. Anyways, and I down a little bit. <clears throat> I don't know, levels feel a little off tonight in my headphones. I don't know. Who knows what it is? Anyways, <clears throat> I definitely got something in my throat. Anyways, I uh, hope everyone had a great and safe Independence uh, Independence Day weekend um, last weekend. We are one week removed from the holiday. We did take last weekend off. Uh, our plans uh, were to be out of town, but they kind of fell through at the last minute. So we ended up staying a little bit closer to home for the weekend, but we did uh, get to hook up with some uh, family friends and had a good time watching fireworks with all of our kids and letting the kids roam around and run around with sparklers and almost burn each other, which is always fun. Let's go ahead and close this music out real quick. There we go. A little mood setting music for the show, I guess. It's always a good thing. Anyways, yeah, hope you guys had a great holiday uh, weekend. A little relaxing, barbecuing, fireworks. Pretty sure some alcohol was involved. That's cool. All right. Uh, anyways, um, <clears throat> get this show on the road. Uh, like always, don't forget to uh, subscribe and follow the show on whichever platform you are listening on. Uh, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, whatever bunch of them out there that we're on. And I'm sure there's a bunch out there that I don't even know about that we're on because we get distributed and I honestly don't check the updates as much as I used to because it kind of just drove me crazy of looking at ratings for the show and stuff. And, you know, I know people are listening because I'm getting emails and stuff and that's cool. Um, so it's all good. All right. Uh, be sure to give the show a share on your uh, social media. And while you're on your social media, be sure to give us a like and share on our social media Facebook page. All right. So, yeah, don't forget to subscribe and follow the show. And don't forget to give us a like and a share on Facebook. Also, if you have a product that you would like to come on the show and talk about, or you just want to come on and talk preps, tips, and tricks, just reach out to us at our email at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. I promise you we will get back to you uh, most of the time immediately. If it's in the middle of the day, I'm at work. Might not be able to check it right then, but I will definitely get back to you by the end of the day. All right, and we'll get something set up. Um, also, you can uh, find all of the show's uh, info and affiliates and their deals that they have for hooking up with us or letting us hook up with them, however you want to look at it. Same thing. You can find all that information over there on our link page. That's L-I-N-Q. Uh, link, uh, linkapp.com forward slash, I think it's underground 13. I don't know, but regardless, there is a link in our show's description to our link page for all of that information. There's even a little uh, QR code that you can post on your social media for people to go to, or there's even a link that you can copy and post on your social media for people to go just straight to the link page. So you ain't got to sit there and explain all the different platforms. It just takes them to it. They find the platform they like. They click on it, takes them right to our show page for that uh, format, and they can start listening immediately. So that's pretty awesome. All right. Uh, 
let's see here. What else do we got going on? Ah, ah today's topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't normally have like some crazy story or something sometimes to tell, but I really don't. I mean, me and a buddy, we went to a concert last night. Um, same fellow that me and my wife went to a few weeks ago, a, little, a dude named Tennessee Jet, um, who is amazing. I uh, got to hang out with him and his wife and the band and stuff and good times, good times. I'm kind of a married guy's night out, I guess you could say. There was a table of us old dudes sitting there and all married and just kind of hanging out and having a good time. There's nothing wrong with that, you know? So, uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> on to today's super fun topic. And honestly, I am looking forward uh, to this for some deranged reason. Um, it was a little weird uh, reading about it uh, last couple of days and stuff uh, about about this topic um getting all the info together and stuff and it's one of those things i had to be careful about it because um and i'll I'll go into a little more detail later uh i I couldn't let my wife be around my computer while i was looking at and i'm sure she thought i was looking at something i shouldn't have been looking at um but it wasn't nothing like that um but uh go ahead and give you all a warning and it was pretty much the same warning that i gave my wife as when i was working on the show putting it all together um a uh, warning for anyone that has what is called entomophobia. All right, entomophobia. I think that's how you pronounce it. I, I actually put out the pronunciation pronunciation next to the word. But anyways, entomophobia um, is the phobia of bugs. So if you have that and you don't like hearing about bugs, um, you might want to skip this episode or maybe do your own research on your own time. Um, because we are going to be talking about edible insects today. Gross! <clears throat> I know. The thought of eating some random little uh, critter in the backyard that we try to kill off with pesticides sounds horrible. But there is actually some nutritional value in them. And besides, in some countries, they are delicacies. Sounds weird. I know it. I get it. But it is is what it is. All right. Uh, plus, when SHTF goes down or Tia Tawaki, however you want to look at it and call it, when it goes down and it happens, because we all know it is going to, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, the food is going to be scarce. And this is going to be uh, some good info to have in your survival um, database, you know, to, to, to have to fall back on, all right? Um, because, like I say, there are a lot of nutritional values uh, with uh, bugs and insects and stuff like that. And we're going to get into that tonight or today or this afternoon or whenever you're listening. Because um, I refer to tonight because I'm recording this in the evening. So that's just where my mind is. Anyways, uh, now, according to Wikipedia, insects are enjoyed by over 2 billion people. All over the world, there are over 2,000 insects that can be consumed. Um, uh, eating bugs uh, may seem absurd to many people, especially us Americans, but bugs are just so common and they are everywhere. So it's, it's an easy find. It's easy food to get your hands on. And honestly, I don't see there being any way that those things are going to become extinct anytime soon, even when wildlife slowly dwindles down because everybody's going to be hunting for them all right and plus you got to think about diseases and famines in the wildlife population i think now the big outbreak is a zombie deer disease i think that's the big thing right now where the 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 uh, does are eating the the fawns they're the, the moms are eating the babies 
I don't know. That's just what I kind of gathered by listening to the radio and stuff and just some passing, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to it, but that's what I gathered from that. I could be wrong. If I am, sorry for misleading anyone, all right? Um, Should have pulled my hair up before I did this because it keeps falling in my face. Anyways, <clears throat> and of course, because I'm in the back room and there's like a billion walls between my laptop and the router, my internet keeps going down, but it's cool. No big deal. It just keeps popping up in my screen and messing me up. Anyways, so we're going to go through this little list here of bugs and insects that uh, you can consume, and they're pretty safe, I guess. I don't know. I haven't tried any of them, but um, I'm willing to. Um, and I also know um, you can they, they have candy bugs and stuff. like they, they actually sell bugs that are candied or seasoned, and you can buy them like at the candy shops and some of the stores and stuff. It's weird. I remember being a kid, you could buy a sucker with a worm in it or a sucker with a scorpion in it. Back in the day, I think they still make those too, but never tried them. Anyways, uh, first on our grocery list of edible bugs and insects that you can consume is the grasshopper. And I'm sorry if it feels sounds like that I'm yelling into this mic because I'm getting this weird feedback reverb in my headphones and I've never heard it before. I don't know, it's kind of weird. Anyways, uh, yeah, the grasshopper. All right, grasshoppers are consumed worldwide for their rich nutritional value, and if cooked right, uh, uh, and if cooked right, their taste. Uh, the legs, wings, and antennas, like all insects, are possible to choke on, so uh, it is recommended that you pull them off before eating them. Um, I would say pull them off before cooking them, maybe. I don't know. Maybe leave them on there and maybe get that extra flavor boost out of them. I don't know. Um, honestly, I think if you were to cook them properly, it may soften them up enough to where you could just chew them up and you'd be okay. But, you know, take your chances if you want to. You know, it's, it's up to your own discretion. Uh, grasshoppers are rich in protein, unsaturated fat. Uh, that's the good kind of fat that uh, we, we need for our bodies uh, and such. Uh, they are also rich in iron, omega-3, fiber, vitamin A, B, and C, magnesium, calcium, zinc, phosphorus, and rich in antioxidants as well as they uh, help in reducing the risk of heart disease. Who knew a little grasshopper, you know, flies all around could be actually so nutritious for us? Blew my mind. All right, uh, you can eat most grasshoppers raw. Again, um, you don't want to eat the antennas or the legs, and but you should always cook them when possible. I would prefer to cook all of my insects whenever I'm, uh, you know, serving them to my guests when they come over, um, just because, uh, you know, little flavor, you know, a little seasoning, a little salt, a little pepper, maybe some lemon pepper, I don't know, paprika, who knows. Uh, anyways, next on this list, and... Um, this one even uh, makes me slow down a little bit, um, if, especially if it was a, uh, ever served. Uh, the earthworm. You know, um, I know here in Texas we call them night crawlers uh, when we go fishing. Um, that's what they're labeled as on the little uh, containers that they're in at the bait shop. But the earthworm or night crawlers, however you want to call it, um, these little fellas, they can be found anywhere. Um, you want to eat the worms that live in a safe location, though. Uh, you don't want to eat them that's, uh, you know, you find near like a chemical plant um, or even somewhere like near a water treatment plant. Um, I wouldn't want to eat any close to that area. 
but you want to look for them more like in a forest area where it's more you know untouched uh, area by any kind of industrial um, any kind of industrial setting. All right, uh, earthworms do taste like uh, raw dirt because uh, that's what they eat. But they do have an impressive amount of protein, unsaturated fats, carbs, phosphorus, calcium, iron, and essential amino, amino acids. Um, and uh, if you haven't caught on yet, we're just going to name these things and kind of go over just a little bit of them um, because there's really not a lot of info on them. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and give out recipes. Um, but if you got recipes for them, send them to me. We'll talk about it on the show for sure. I mean, shoot, we'll even bring you on the show and you can talk about it. All right. So anyways, uh, next up, uh, and, and this, ow, ooh, I just rubbed my elbow the wrong way. That hurt. Ouch. All right. Get on with it. Got to walk it off. Um, next up, we are going to need a ton of these little guys just for, um, just for a good bite, and uh, that is going to be the ant. Uh, these little pain in the butts are practically everywhere, and it is relatively easy to catch them. Um, uh, it is recommended, uh, though, that you do use some sort of bait or attractant to uh, capture these little guys. Um, ants do have a tendency to bite and sting, uh, so you have to ensure that they are dead before consumption. I don't think anything would be worse than getting a mouthful of ants and they're biting and stinging all inside of your mouth. Um, also, ants are extremely high in protein, unsaturated fats, phosphorus, carbs, iron, sodium, and calcium. Uh, these little guys are very healthy for you and most all ants are edible. But you do want to keep in mind to stay away from the ants that are not red, brown, or black. Um, I know down here in this region of the country, we get a lot of red ants, we get a lot of uh, brown ants, and we got a lot of black ants. So we are pretty much set down here in Texas on the ant situation. Um, they are everywhere. But once again, stay away from the ants that are not red, brown, or black. All right, The red, brown, and black ones are the edible ones. Everything else, I would stay away from. Uh <clears throat> You can also eat the whole entire ant raw with the legs and the antennas um, because they are uh, not really a choking hazard due to size. And if you choke on an ant antenna or an uh, ant leg, you got some big problems because they're so tiny. All right. Um, and I've always heard of chocolate covered ants too. So, you know, there's that. Um, hey, maybe they're. Maybe you could take them and toast them or maybe lightly fry them in a pan and then like a salad topper. Give you a little crunch like sesame seeds or bacon bits. There you go. Give it a try. So next time you're at the salad bar, whip out your bag of ants and put them on your salad. Uh, I'd love to see some people's looks for someone doing that one. Anyways, uh, onward to our next meal. And good not good luck not getting stung catching these guys, but bees and wasps. Uh, bees and especially wasp are so annoying. We know it. They are, but word on the street is that they are delicious and full of nutrition. Now I can imagine the bees being delicious because of all that super awesome, sweet honey that they make. So I'm assuming that they've got like a good sweet taste to them. Wasp, not so sure about, but who knows? Maybe I'll try it one day. Uh, bees and wasp, uh, must have their antenna, their stinger, 
wings and legs torn off before consumption. They can also be consumed raw. They are full of protein, carbohydrates, lipids, unsaturated fats, carbs, phosphorus, uh, vitamin B complex, vitamin C, sodium, potassium, and calcium. Um, also need to, a uh, little side note here on a bee and a wasp, that it is not recommended to eat these if you are highly allergic to bee and wasp stings. All right. Now, on this list, it uh, when I was reading it, it talked about bees and wasp. I don't know if that excludes yellow jackets. Um, so I, I don't know about that. So I, I, I'm just going to stick with bees and wasp for right now on that. Um, if I can find some more info on the yellow jackets, then, you know, I'll update it. You know, maybe make a post on Facebook. But I couldn't find anything on yellow jackets as far as consumption while I was focusing in on this. Um, the reason I didn't go really digging too deep for it because I have a tendency falling down wormholes. And I never would have been able to get all the information I needed for this show because I will go down a wormhole and that will take me into another realm. And then before I know it, I'm looking at buying a yacht and off the coast of Peru somewhere. So that's just how my brain works. I can't focus uh, – I can't stray off focus uh, for too long or I'm completely lost cause. So, um, yeah, we'll uh, definitely read it more on that and try to find out some more information when we're not focusing in on working on the show. Anyways, uh, next week we are going to take – did I just say next week? I might have. I'm sorry. Next up we are going to take a quick look at the locusts. Hold up. Wait a minute. I know some of y'all might be saying locust is a grasshopper because we did talk about grasshopper at the very beginning of our list here. Uh, um, and I just got completely off somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're, if you're sitting there telling me that a locust is a grasshopper and we've already talked about grasshoppers, yes, you are right, but not fully right because a locust and a grasshopper um, are a little bit different. Uh, they have structural differences along with behavioral differences. Um, in one study, a grasshopper uh, it showed in one study it showed that a grasshopper can actually morph a grasshopper can morph into a locust with serotonin injected into it. Um, so they the, the grasshopper and the locust they are related. Um, so uh, let's just say for the sake of argument that the, the locust is like the weird cousin to the grasshopper at the family reunion that's too old for the kids' table but prefers sitting there because they want to be the coolest one at the table. All right, so that's the locust to the grasshopper. Um, uh, locusts uh, also uh, work in swarms. You know, we, we, we hear about the locusts swarming cornfields and they or, or uh, vegetation fields and they, they just completely wreak habit. Grasshoppers are individual creatures. They work alone. They're very... Um, they're, they're kind of the lone wolf. All right. So, uh, locusts are groups. Grasshoppers are lone wolves. Maybe when, uh, I get my tribe fully set up, we'll call ourselves the locusts. Nah, cause that just sounds too violent and too threatening. I don't, I don't want to come across like that with other tribes and stuff. Anyways, uh, see, there you go. I go, I went off into left field because I veered off and my brain started going down wormholes just by sitting here talking. That's how I do. Told you, it was going to happen that fast. Anyways, uh, locust is an edible 
uh, insect, and like I said, it is a relative to the grasshopper. Uh, but in a good way to uh, differentiate them is that the locusts uh, swarm while the grasshopper grasshoppers travel as individuals, like I just said. Uh, similar to grasshoppers, uh, you have to remove the antenna, legs, and wings. Locusts are full. Locusts are full of protein, unsaturated fat, iodine, uh, phosphorus, iron, calcium, uh, magnesium, and selenium. Uh, you can eat these raw as well. So get to chowing down because I'm sure they are yummy. I haven't tried them yet, so I don't know. Um, I'd prefer to cook my bugs, like I said earlier. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, anyways, another one that you are going to need to get your hands on a ton of these little guys uh, to get you know a decent meal out of them if you can even find that many to make a meal is those cute little roly polies uh, roly polies or also known as pill bugs are relatively common as well um, I know they are in our region down here in Texas and this whole region of the world really I mean America they're all over the place uh, so I'm assuming they're all over the world too um, they are known for their ability to curl up in little balls uh, they're located in the soil. They are located under rocks and in rotting wood. Um, usually anything that's uh, shaded, kind of dark, damp most of the time, uh, areas like that there, even under your house, uh, you find a lot of them. Uh, these pill bugs or roly-polies are uh, very high in saturated fats, protein, carbs, phosphorus, fibers, and sodium. Uh, you can also eat these little guys raw, and supposedly they have a shrimp-like taste to them. Um, so I'm thinking maybe with the shrimp-like taste, maybe roly-poly scampi on the menu tonight. I don't know. All I know is Red Lobster, you need to step your game up and start putting some roly-poly scampi on the menu to go with your shrimp scampi. All right. And I just knocked my fan over. Go me. Uh, now, uh, this next one, um... Even I'm, uh, like, this would probably be a last resort for me. And, uh, like I said, uh, mentioned my wife earlier. I know my wife would definitely starve uh, before even the mere uh, thought of eating one. Um, uh, because the just saying the word freaks her out. Like, she's got this insane phobia of this guy and you know I I feel bad for her, but I like to mess with her at times about it so yeah I get in trouble a lot with it anyways uh this is going to be the roach or the cockroach no don't like that no neither like I said this will be like a last like I am about to die before I eat a cockroach but whatever uh the word cockroach uh definitely will make people cringe because no one likes dealing with these insects however they are a big part of the wild and are common so it is worth knowing that they are edible and i have seen uh, a lot of videos online too where they're they cook them you know and they they cook them up and people eat them i just can't bring myself to do that right now anyways roaches are among the healthiest of insects Crazy enough, right? The nastiest of things that we can find in our house that we freak out about is actually uh, one of the healthiest ones to eat. Who knew? All right. Um, they contain protein crystals, essential, essential amino, amino acids, unsaturated fats, carbs, vitamin B12, which is great for your immune system, sodium, and phosphorus. 
They are edible raw and uh, healthier too with the uh, extremely with the extremely healthy roach milk. Um, and of course the legs and antennas and wings must be extracted. So you're actually going to get a healthy <laughs> a healthier shot. <laughs> Um, in your body if you eat them raw. Once again, I can't bring myself to do it. I've smashed too many of them in my shoe, and I've seen what comes out of those things. I just cannot imagine that being in my mouth. And if you got a weak stomach and this is grossing you out, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. Cockroaches are nasty, and they get big, and ugh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know, maybe with that crunch when you crushing with your foot maybe when you bite into it, it's like eating a, a juicy chip or something with some dip on it maybe i can tell myself that i don't know anyways next uh uh on the list here uh let's see where we go there we go uh dragonfly all right dragonfly is ne- is the next course we are going to be serving at chateau lay underground uh dragonflies are easily easily recognizable with their long wings and colorful nature they are uh, supposedly they are delicious to eat and is uh, a common worldwide dish. Um, they are located around freshwater pools like ponds and lakes. Dragonflies are also healthy insects containing carbs, fibers, vitamin C, iron, magnesium, and several antioxidants. So that is good. And honestly, I would be willing to try a dragonfly. Um, I know they just look so friendly, you know, that. They wouldn't hurt me if I ate them, so I don't know. My mind wanders. Uh, Make sure you do remove the wings, um, uh, and they are edible raw. Um, Now, I have read that they are great fried, so maybe grab uh, grab you some uh, dragonflies uh, next time you're fishing, or SHTF situation, you're out fishing for food for the family, um, and grab you some uh, dragonflies for a nice little side dish to go with your catch. Maybe a dragonfly salad. I don't know. All right. Uh, now, uh, this next one on the list, um, it's an absolute no for me. All right. Just a straight no. Uh, because, and because I, and like I said, like I've said in the past, I work in the garbage business. All right. Uh, luckily I have moved up to a different division, um, to where I don't have to deal with our next little critter. Um, because I will be honest after what I've seen comes out of residential folks, trash cans, um, like your typical trash can at your home that you set out for the garbage man to come and dump weekly or biweekly, whatever, however it works in your, your area. Um, after what I've seen come out of these trash cans, there is just no way I could ever ingest a maggot. Um, but here we are, and they are being served on the menu tonight. Uh, maggots have unsaturated fats, protein, sodium, fibers, iron, and phosphorus. Um, they taste different dep- depending on what they ate alive, uh, just like most other insects. Maggot, I can't believe I'm about to say this one. Maggots are edible raw, so enjoy these little fellas if you dare. Um, I'm, I'm, I will say this: I will eat a cockroach before I eat a maggot. Um, I just, I that one I can't. I just, no, just the thought of it, no. Mm-mm. Just, anyways, 
let's move on, all right, before I get sick on us. Uh, next up um, is, oh, yeah, next up is, uh, this is going to be your turn to get some payback on those expensive and almost impossible to get rid of uh, little insects, and those would be termites. Uh, termites are actually very healthy little guys, and they are enjoyed by many people around the world. Termites are rich in vitamin A and C. They uh, are rich in unsaturated fats, protein, sodium, and phosphorus. Um, now, you are going to want to remember to remo- remove the wings when eating these guys, too. Uh, they can be eaten uh, raw as well, but uh, supposedly they are better cooked. I would imagine anything is better cooked that's you know been alive. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, the main dish tonight, though, that we are going to be serving is going to be the most costly item on our menu, and that is going to be scorpion a la carte. Uh, scorpions are a healthy dish enjoyed throughout the world. They taste like a shot. They taste like a shop. Man, here we go with them tongue twisters. They taste like a soft shell crab. Um, Now, you do have to uh, dispose of the tails properly because they can poison you if you eat them raw. Um, That's just one of those things I would definitely want to cook up fully just to try to kill that poison out of it. Um, And the cool thing about scorpions is scorpions are going to be one of the healthiest insects in the world along with the cockroaches. Um, They contain, and I'm telling y'all right now, I'm about to butcher these words, um, oxalate, tannins, phytate, protein, potassium, and phosphorus. Um, So yeah, scorpions, who knew? Super healthy. Um, Honestly, I would eat one, but I just don't know if I really could eat one because... I'm a huge fan of the scorpion. Um, something about them captivates me. Love scorpions. They're my favorite insect um, out there. So I don't I don't know if I could eat one. That would be like, you know, having like a, letting my kids have a pet pig, which we do, and then saying, all right, we got to take this fella to the butcher. You know, they wouldn't be able to eat him. In fact, my uh, oldest, since we've gotten a pig, she refuses to eat pork products now. Oh, you know, actually, yeah, because I said I didn't have a story. Actually, this in here, we're going to take a quick break on this, and I'm going to tell you this story while I'm thinking about it because it's actually kind of funny. Um, yeah, we've got a pet pig. I've talked about him before on the show. Um, and since we've gotten him back at the beginning of the year, our oldest daughter has refused to eat any kind of pork product. And so, um, to here, last week, no. One last week because she was at camp. Anyways, week before last, we had cooked, uh, I grilled some pork chops on the grill. And when I was like putting seasoning on them in the kitchen, I opened them up, put them on, on the uh, cutting board to season them up, and I threw the packages away immediately because I didn't want her to see this pork. So we just told her it was chicken. She ate it, said it was good, didn't even know she was eating pork. And my wife, of course, has told me and sworn me to secrecy. Actually, she has threatened me with death that if I reveal that she ate pork, then... You know, I'm going to go missing. So um, if I do go missing, folks, it's because I slipped up and told our daughter that it was pork. And that's why I'm missing. Okay, so y'all have heard it here on the Union Underground on this episode. It's episode six of season two. That if I go missing, it's my wife because I revealed to our daughter that she ate pork. We tricked her into eating pork. So anyways, yeah, sorry 
once again, I veered off and went down a wormhole and did that. Anyways, actually, that was a good breaking point because that was all the main menu items. Now we are going to get in um, to some uh, good late night snacks that might interest you uh, for this episode of the Union Underground. Um, late night snacks, and really, I mean, you can make it a meal too. I just thought it'd be funny to add a late night snack thing in there because we went from a grocery list to a restaurant menu and now we're doing late night snacks so there you go all right um yeah uh so uh first on that is going to be crickets uh crickets you are going to want to be sure to remove the legs on these little pests um they can be dry roasted or fried now on the on this list on this second part of the list here these next few bugs here that we're going to mention um i was not given any information as far as what they contain um but I'm pretty sure they've got nutritional value to them. Uh, probably should uh, do a little bit more research on them if you want to to find out more about them. Honestly, I don't think it's going to matter if they're on a list that they can be eaten and they are eaten around the world. Then, um, you know, we, we want to try to get as much in as much in us as possible. So, yeah, the cricket, dry roasted or fried. Um, and this is why also, too, on these on the on this episode, too, um, you want to make sure you know you are stocking up in your food uh, pantry, you know, for your for your your food supplies, uh, seasonings. All right, this is why you want to have seasonings to season your food, and definitely want to have seasoning to season your bugs. All right. Um, another snack that you can add to your shopping list is going to be, <clears throat> sorry, uh, is going to be the cicada. Um, now I know the cicadas; they come around once every. Was it 14 years, 17 years, something like that? I think we just had a run with them here this last year. So, you know, catch them when you can, when they roll around uh, or come out of hibernation. The cicadas are uh, also known as the shrimp of the land, which is odd because I've always heard that it, the shrimp is the cockroach of the sea. So it doesn't make any sense to me, but I digress. Uh, cicadas are delicious, roasted over an open fire or deep fried and tossed uh, tossed with a little salt and seasonings. All right. Um, actually, when we had that last run of cicadas this last year, um, there was actually a cicada festival that they do somewhere here in Texas, and they catch them and then they cook them, and you can go eat them. And I don't know, I I don't know if I could do it, but that's just me again. Anyways, uh, last up on our list tonight is going to be a Mr. Wilson. And if you are not from Texas and not from the country, uh, if you're not from, you know, like the country area, rural area of Texas, um, you also know that Mr. Wilson is also known as a June bug. Uh, these pesky little brown head swarming beetles can be deep fried in oil or butter for a good crunchy snack on the go. Um, I would prefer to from butter. So there we go. There's a little list of some bugs that you can eat uh, for when SHTF goes down. Um, now, uh, a quick little note and uh, a rule to follow when catching your bugs to eat is that survival experts say avoid insects with bright yellow, bright yellow, red, or orange markings. Uh, you're going to want to stick to insects that are black, brown, green, or cream tan color. Um, it is also well known uh, among bug eaters that the best flavor for this unique food source depends on what the insect has been eating before you capture it. Insects are often fed fruits and other sweet treats a few days before they are prepared for consumption. Um, 
So um, I would I would have myself a harvesting cage or a harvesting tank set up to harvest and produce uh, your bugs for food, uh, just like you would livestock. All right. Um, after all, that's uh, what what they'll be at that point. Is they're going to be you're you're going to get you some and then start harvest or not harvesting, but you know producing them, allowing them to reproduce. Um, and then you can use those bugs for bartering as well as meals for you um, and your family or your tribe. <clears throat> so definitely think of capturing bugs and, and treating them as your livestock for survival and having a means for uh, food coming in, you know, constantly. Um, it, like I said, it is, it's a, it's a common thing in other countries. I know it's not a culturally, normality for us here in the states to eat bugs but they do it like i say in other countries and it's normal it's the normal elsewhere in the world um and it may become normal for us here because let's face it emp uh cyber attack solar flare our grid goes down we're going to become a third world country instantly we're going to step back about 150 years into the mid 1800s or you know, before electricity and, you know, we're, we're going to lose all of our resources and eating bugs is going to become a common normal thing that we should, uh, know to do. Um, I would suggest you researching this more, learning, uh, how to properly prepare them, how to properly till, you know, more of, um, what's edible, what's not, um, even learn how to, uh, Harvest them and and reproduce them, mass produce them, if possible. Um, build yourself a cage to keep them in. Um, definitely want to keep them separate. You can even have multiple, have one big cage with multiple walls to keep them all separate, and have one full of roaches if you want it, one full of crickets, one full of grasshoppers, and know how to properly take care of them. All right. <clears throat> Sorry if my throat seems a little scratchy tonight. Ooh, yeah, got something in there. Anyways, uh, that is going to wrap up another round of the Union Underground for us, folks. Uh, and remember, don't forget to uh, subscribe or follow the show on whichever platform you were listening on. Give the show a uh, share on your social media. And while you are on social media, give us a like and a share on your our Facebook page. Sorry. I just lost my place in my notes. I know how I do. Anyways, uh, if you have a product or you would like to come on the show and talk about if you have <laughs> if you have a product that you would like to come on the show and talk about, or you just want to come on and talk preps, tips, and tricks, just reach out to us here uh, at our trusty old email at the Union Underground Podcast at gmail.com. Also remember you can find all of the show's info and affiliates and deals on our link page, L-I-N-Q. Um, and there is a link to our link page in the show's description. Also, if you choose to, uh, oh yeah, if you choose to try any of the listed dishes that I've mentioned on today's show, please post pics on our Facebook page or email the pics to me and email your recipes to me. Um, and, uh, I will definitely post them and would love to hear about the experience and I will definitely talk about it on the show. And I also know that I have international listeners listening. All right. So if this is common in your country, all right, absolutely no judgment, especially on my end right here. I want to hear about it. So if you are listening in any other country around the world, uh, 
Denmark, India, anywhere, any any country. I don't care where it's at. If this is common, this is common for y'all, and you're listening to this and you're going, this is normal for me, please email me. Um, it, I, I, I definitely want to hear from you. I want to hear about it. I would even love to have you come on the show and talk about it. All right? So definitely reach out if um, you're uh, listening to this here and this is a normal thing for you because it is very intriguing to me. All right, that is it for us. I'm getting out of here. Y'all stay safe. Stay vigilant. God bless you guys. I love every one of y'all. Y'all are awesome and amazing. And remember, we're here. We're ready. We are the Union Underground. Bye. Bye.